Hello everyone and happy Sunday. Here is our highlight moment from the coming episode of Saturn Returns and it's an extraordinary episode if I do say so myself. I am joined by Shalina Ayana who is the founder of Rising Woman and author of Becoming the One and in this moment we discuss projections and fantasies and how a relationship is essentially a co-creation. In terms of Saturn and how this ties in, Saturn is all about rooting things in reality. It's about taking responsibility and it's about being grounded and being autonomous. So this episode feels particularly relevant to those principles of Saturn and something that we definitely have to learn for ourselves often the hard way during our Saturn return. So I hope you enjoy this moment and I cannot wait for you to hear tomorrow's episode. Do you recall a day where everything clicked into place, where the world seemed to move in perfect harmony and every task flowed effortlessly? Introducing you to London Nootropics, adaptogenic coffee blends, thoughtfully crafted to elevate and balance your day, delivering all the perks of your beloved coffee, plus the incredible benefits of adaptogens, which also help to dial down those less than loved side effects like jitters, anxiety, and that all too familiar crash. A premium mix of medicinal mushroom extracts and other potent adaptogens, each blend is targeted for a specific purpose depending on what you need. Flow enhances your mental clarity and focus. Zen is your go-to for stress, relief and balance. And Mojo offers that clean, natural energy lift. It's the synergy between caffeine and adaptogens that works wonders, allowing us to relish the caffeine bars without the drawbacks, ensuring a smooth, sustained energy flow. My top pick is the Zen Blend. It's a lifesaver for those of us who are caffeine sensitive and not to mention comes in the most charming packaging. So why not elevate your coffee experience with London Nootropics? Discover the perfect blend, find your flow and enjoy an exclusive 20% discount with the code SATINRETURNS at londonnootropics.com. Yeah, the chapter around projections I found very interesting because I think that's something we all are guilty of doing from time to time when we do project our own pain onto the other person and like you say it can create this anxious avoidant dance but what about projecting something when you sort of fantasize about the idea of someone is that also a projection in a way yeah if if you're projecting something that isn't true because you want it to be true or you're projecting your fantasies you know you're still not present with that person and we, of course, like you said, we all do that. And projections never fully go away. Like we are human beings. We just all project all the time, you know, based on, you know, what our beliefs are and what we see in the world and what our conditioning is and what mood we're in that day. Um, you know, we can be driving down the road and someone could honk at us and we could immediately get angry and assume, you know, that they're attacking us or, um, we could, you know, assume that they're honking at somebody else. It just depends on what our conditioning is in that moment, right? But we we do that. We fantasize and we we create. I talk about in my book, you know, fantasizing and love chasing and creating situationships where we are imagining that this person is going to be sort of the solution or the answer to all of our problems, and and that's the honeymoon phase in a nutshell, right? It's finding this person who seems perfect and we want to believe that they're the answer to our prayers. And then eventually the deeper we get into relationship, we find ourselves back in that same familiar territory of whatever our patterns are. Mm. And that's why we're often drawn to that person to begin with. 
Yeah. And so it's sort of stepping out of this idea that there's ever going to be, that's why my book is called Becoming the One, because it's stepping out of this idea that there is such thing as the one and realizing, you know, of course, there are people who can be the loves of your life and we have soulmates and we have people who we can walk beautiful paths with and we can have amazing relationships. And you can definitely be with someone who you consider like the best person for you to be with in this life. But the idea that there's this external half of you or this person who's going to come and complete you is false. We have to come into relationship with a sense of wholeness and a a real awareness of our own conditioning and our identity and who we are so that we can take whole responsibility in our partnerships to co-create what we want instead of expecting it to be about the other person. Like if I just find the right person, maybe my relationships will work out. No, you could find the right person and and it could still implode because relationship is a co-creation. It's a co-creation of our minds ultimately and our nervous systems and our and our hearts and our beliefs. And so if we want to experience that conscious love while still experiencing, you know, joy and excitement and adventure and pleasure and all those things that we want, uh, then we have to know what we're carrying into that relationship. So there's often this belief that healthy relationships are boring, which is why so many people end up chasing games right? Toxic dynamic. That was the next thing I was going to ask you, because I feel like for the audience listening, that's something that a lot of people have to navigate is this being attracted to someone that's unavailable, or they're sort of in a situationship, or or perhaps they're just with someone that's really not a good fit for them in terms of building a healthy partnership. Yet there is this chemical intoxicating thing going on. And I think that's very hard for people to unravel because we are so programmed to believe that that chemistry means they're the one. And this kind of situation where you just meet someone and bam, you know, and that's it. Because that's what we're sold in movies growing up. It's the sort of damsel in distress that's going to be saved from her life. And then I think people, if they don't know how to like really unpack that, they either just keep repeating it or they feel that they'll have to sacrifice the sort of sexual connection or some, they're going to have to sacrifice something to have a healthy relationship, which feels like it's synonymous with being boring. Totally. And I mean, have you even noticed, I mean, I, I haven't watched a lot of romantic comedies in the last few years, but I know when I was, you know, in my 20s, when I look back at a lot of the movies, and maybe you've noticed this too, there's a lot of this like bad boy meets good girl and he's mm-hmm. avoidant and bad and 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 then he she reforms him yeah yeah it's like she's all that we were talking about this the other day it's she's all that when it's like the quirky kind of girl that no one really notices yeah. and then this like jock guy that's super avoidant and then she changes him and i think every girl just watches those films and thinks that's what i want to be that's yeah. what i want to do Pausing this for a moment because I've got something exciting to share. Today's episode is brought to you by London Nootropics, the masters of crafting adaptogenic coffee blends that don't just taste heavenly, but they also boost your energy the right way. Now we all love that zesty kick from caffeine. It snaps us awake by outsmarting those sleepy adenosine receptors in our brain. But here's the kicker. Caffeine can hike up our cortisol, giving us the jitters or anxiety, particularly if you're like me and caffeine sensitive. But that's where the magic of adaptogen steps in. 
These natural heroes level out our cortisol, smoothing the energy boost from caffeine without the downsides. Plus, while caffeine tends to rush in and fade away, leaving you crashing, adaptogens extend that energy, keeping you vibrant without reaching for another cup. So if you want to find your most productive self with Lion's Mane and Rhodiola in their flow blend, Cordyceps in Mojo is known to increase our aerobic capacity, oxygen flow and boost ATP. So it's perfect before a run or workout or when you're feeling fatigued. So if you're intrigued and you want to dive deeper into their blend secrets and discover which adaptogens sync with you, try visiting their website. And because you're part of the Saturn Returns family, enjoy a special 20% off at London Nootropics Adaptogenic Coffee with the code Saturn Returns. Enjoy. Yeah. Well, I mean, and I mean, look at Pretty Woman. Like, look at all of the movies that we watched, right? It's so deeply ingrained, this idea that, like, if there's, if you're good enough, if you're beautiful enough, if you're magnetic enough, then if you're, you know, elusive enough, that that person that's avoiding you or that's avoiding intimacy is just going to fall in love with you and (laughs) you're going to change them. And so like, I mean, we have so much of that conditioning going on in our media too. So it's just funny how that pattern is running so strong in our systems. And yeah, it's interesting that we so often think that healthy love is boring. And I think part of that is because many of us haven't actually qualified the relationships that we enter. Like we go from these hot and cold patterns. So we, you know, I talk about this in my own history where I would go for the bad boy and then I would recover with the nice guy, but neither of those were actually healthy people. You know, the nice guy is also holding back. He's not speaking his truth. He's not having boundaries. He's not bringing his fire. And the bad boy is just being elusive and making me want more because it's not available. Both of those, you know, extremes are still not an integrated person who's showing up. And so, What we have to realize is that just because we feel attracted to someone or just because we feel turned on doesn't mean we actually need to follow that energy. The energy that you're feeling is actually your energy. And I want to remind people of this. When you feel sexually turned on by another person, that energy that you're feeling belongs to you, not to them. So you can do whatever you want with it. You don't have to give that energy away. You could actually cycle that through your body and go do something creative. You could go turn on music and dance. You could journal. You know, you could create art. You could write something. You could sing. You could go out with your girlfriends and just have a good time and just feel that energy in your body and just let it be. There's no need to always act on everything that we feel, you know, every sensation that happens. Um, And it takes time to rewire what we are attracted to. 